Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, Diamonds. How many times have you thought that you wish you had more time on your hands so that you could follow your dreams or that you wish your life would be different? and you could distribute your time better so you can follow your passion. (laughs) If you've asked yourself these questions, there is this high chance that you might be standing in your own way. You might be self-sabotaging yourself subconsciously with some specific behaviors and actions. So in this week's episode, we will explore the five most common types of self-sabotaging behaviors and the psychology behind them. And as you listen, try to identify if any of these behaviors resonate with you. And if you are standing in your way, get out of your way so that you can own happiness and success. So get a notebook and a pen because the show starts now. This is United State of Women. Hey, Diamonds. In this week's episode, I want to explore some self-sabotaging behaviors that could be getting in your way of success. And so get a notebook and a pen, like I said, because here are some things that I really want you to do. I want you to write them down and I want you to figure out what resonates with you and what might be standing in your way. And, you know, before I even begin, I want to make this episode a dedication um, to my uncle who had just passed away. His name was Owen Fitzgerald Jr. He was the baby of the family of the siblings of my mother. And he just suddenly passed away. He was at work. He works night and at night. And he just simply fell unconscious and passed away. And they were unable to revive him. And the reason why I'm making this episode dedicated to him is because just in the previous weeks, we were talking about resurrecting his ambition and his goals and his passions about his illustration. He's always been this creative writer and and an illustrator where he had some amazing drawings. He was just always a creator, a creative person. And he really wanted to publish his, his work. And I had gone down to Ohio to meet him on Mother's Day um, from Florida, where he was coming in from or flying in from, and just wanted to be present with him and to hold space for him so that we can begin to capture his life work and, and put it in a way that he could be proud of what his hands was able to do. And he was unable to finish his work. And so this episode is dedicated to him in this moment. And so Diamonds, if you're out there and you feel that you may be self-sabotaging your own success, here are five most common sabotaging behaviors <clears throat> that I want to explore in this episode. And so the first one is people-pleasing. Yeah. The first self-sabotaging habit we might engage in is people-pleasing behavior. People-pleasing behavior or people-pleasing refers to putting other people at our first, as our first priority. 
It is when we let others use our time and our resources and energy first, while we are left with just a tiny bit of our time and energy to tend to our own needs. People pleasing is a habit that stems from the core belief or self-sacrificing mantra that other people needs must be more important than our own. We might believe that our own needs are not as important as theirs and that other needs, you know, deserve our time and energy more than ourselves. How many times have we ever said it's important they need this? It's important that they get this. It's important that we do this for them because, you know, there's an urgency or an emergency or the gratification or the gratitude of what we give for them to feel some connection to what is important for them in that moment is is more important than ours. The devastation might be greater than 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 ours. And so we will put more time sometimes in other people than we do in ourselves. So in other words, we think that other people's dreams are more important than our own dreams, right? Their success is more important than ours. So we choose to help and support them with their dreams while neglecting our own. So by doing this, Diamonds, we are putting ourselves at the bottom of the priority list and sabotaging our success and happiness. Number two, it's avoidance. Another self-sabotaging habit is avoidance. Sometimes we tend to avoid something that we find uncomfortable, difficult, or even boring. We might avoid doing these things due to negative beliefs, right? Such as that we are not knowledgeable. We don't know enough. We don't have enough. <laughs> we can't do enough. So we simply resort to procrastinating and avoiding it. We hide it under the carpet or or inside the closet to deal with it at another time when we feel like we can be more present or more successful with it. And when we have all the answers, right? So for example, you might be in a relationship diamond and want to have some sort of difficult conversation with that significant other. But as it is uncomfortable, we decide to what? Avoid it. And by doing this, we stay in an in-between space, this meteor space, where we do not make any decision or take any action whatsoever. We keep avoiding the conversation. And as time goes on, what happens? Nothing happens. Nothing changes. You don't move together. You don't move in, in synchronization, right? You may even not even move in together, and then you turn around and you have children, and then you separate. We simply stand in the way of our progress, sometimes in our relationships, and our happiness, or our career ambition goals, or the time that we want to spend on our creative space. And just as much as you can avoid conversations with your significant other or put your dreams and stuff on hold, you can sometimes stand in the way of success at work. You, again, might avoid conversations with your boss to ask for promotions or discuss, you know, the future, your future with the company. So time passes by and you stay at the same level, you know, inside this comfort zone where there's little room for you to grow and expand because of the choice that you're making to avoid um, hard conversations or areas where you feel like there's a lack of knowledge or lack of resources. And then thirdly, you know, here is a self-sabotaging behavior. Another one, it's called re restlessness, restlessness. It's the third self-sabotaging behavior we sometimes turn to 
And restlessness means that we desire to always be doing something. We want to be in all possible places and say yes to everything. How many out there can give a yes, amen, sister, that's me. I often always say yes to stuff that I really don't want to be bothered with. But, you know, I have to stay busy. I want to stay busy. And in this way, we never choose. We do not choose to follow our own passions and dreams and to make, you know, you know, somebody else's dream a reality. We need to choose ourselves sometimes and not choosing everybody else over us. Diamonds, we need to stay committed to our dream. But as as a restless person that says yes to every opportunity that appears, utilizes all of your energy and all of your resources in all kinds of different things and in different directions and has very little time to spend on what really matters to you. Yeah, sometimes being restless and pursuing different things can be, you know, can give us satisfaction. I know it. You know, it makes you feel connected. It gives you some significance, right? Makes you feel important. And sometimes it makes you feel like there is some more certainty, you know, a little bit of control of the outcome that you want to see, not only for yourself or for other people. There is some satisfaction to that. It keeps you busy and it entertains you and it helps you feel like there is some sort of productivity to it, right? And, 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 and at the end of the day, sometime we might realize or need to realize that we haven't really done anything at all that's really fully meaningful for ourselves when we're doing everything for everybody else. And being restless sometimes, having so much to do, you know, doesn't always get the job done of what we really specifically want to accomplish. Sister Kim, Kim Bossom used to be, you know, our first lady at our church and family worship center, one of them. And she used to run a lot of the women programs that our church offered. And she had said something to me back in the 90s that was so profound. And I'll share it with you today that stuck with me. She says, Kalina, I can do a lot of things, but I can't do all things well. And so that stuck out to me. So I offer that to you today, Diamonds. You know, you can do a lot of things. You sure can. But maybe if, you know, realizing that, You can't do all things well. In other words, having yourself so stretched and and being restless to offer your time to everything and everybody and having your hands in multiple things isn't really moving the needle forward. It's just really keeping you busy and not productive. So I wonder if you could take the time to just really connect to what your hands are involved in and see whether or not you realize that everything that you've done isn't really getting anything done at all. Not seeing it to flourishing, not getting it, you know, down the road to establish something meaningful before you move off to something else. So I just wonder, I just wonder if that, you know, resonates with you and you discover and realize that you've done so much, but you've not achieved or found what you truly care about, especially as, you know, a restless person you know, they, they really tend to move to the next, you know, forum, the next thing before completing the current goal. This Is that you? Is that you? So, you know, diamonds, therefore, think about it. You know, being restless can be, you know, fulfilling in a short term. But in the long run, you know, the person might look back and realize that they have not really gone deeper. They have not actually committed to something and invested in that one dream that will truly make them happy. Yeah, restlessness. 
the fourth self-sabotaging behavior is perfectionism. Perfectionism can be another behavior, self-sabotaging behavior. You know, being a perfectionist does not mean wanting to deliver everything perfect. It means that the perfectionist never feels that they have done enough and always ends up pushing for more. <laughs> Sometimes I lean into that space. Yes, perfectionism tends to to never reach the point where they feel satisfied with their work, put themselves out there and eventually deliver something. So the, you know, so the the perfectionist eventually gets exhausted and loses motivation because it can't be just right. And as the perfectionist has gone, you know, into so much detail and to micromanage every step of the way, they eventually stop doing what they are doing and stop loving the project because they can't, you know, you know, can't establish perfection. They can't reach perfection. You know, diamonds, there is simply no energy or motivation left to complete what they have started when you, when you reside in a self-sabotaging behavior perfectionism. So being a perfectionist is not always healthy. There are toxic perfectionism or perfectionists that focus only on the details and push themselves way too hard, way too hard. And sometimes to the point to where they burn out. I've been there. I've done that. I've sat in my space and said, why do I have to work so hard to feel so good? Is that you? Uh, it could very well be a behavior that's keeping you from reaching your ambitions. Here is one. Self-victimization. Self-victimization. This last self-sabotaging behavior is self-victimization. People in self-victimization role feel that it is better to put the responsibility on somebody else life or the world and fail to take responsibility. So for example, a self-victimization person or victimizing person might have thinking patterns like if the world had treated me nicely, then I would have grown. If my family would have had more money, then I would have been able to succeed. If I had started earlier working on my career or studies, then I would have saved so much time and I would be so much more successful. Is this you? As you can see, self-victimizing people tend to put the responsibility on somebody or something else, creating the perfect excuse for their current situation. In this way, diamonds, they do not have to take any action for themselves in that moment. They can just stay stuck in that victim role and that victim mentality with that perfect excuse because the passive you know, observers of their, you know, being coming or being the passive observers of their life. You know, I always say, you know, are we a participant or are we observer? Is it controlling us or are we in control of it? And here is a perfect example of just being passive observer of your own life, blaming your upbringing, blaming the lack of resources, the lack of time, the lack of knowledge, the lack of something that somebody else did that prevents you from moving forward. So I guess the question is, is so why do we self-sabotage ourselves? I'm going to let you think about that. Why do we? Why do you self-sabotage yourself? We've explored, you know, five main ways or reasons why in which we might self-sabotage our own growth and journey. And sometimes self-sabotaging behaviors stem from beliefs, 
you know, about how other people's need us more than we need ourselves or that the world is to blame for our shortcomings or sometimes the habits stem from our desire to do everything to avoid the difficult conversations, the difficult situations, the difficult task to really stay connected and consistent and to push through. Whatever the reason, these behaviors can stand in the way of our success and happiness, Diamonds. If some of these behaviors resonate with you, please feel free to share your thoughts with us. Please feel free to sit in that space and to get in front of that obstacle that's keeping you from personal fulfillment. And if you need any help at all, untangling yourself and those self-sabotaging behaviors, send us a message. Connect with us because you're not alone. You're not alone. Send us a message. You can always reach us at info at lcrcoaching.com or the uswpodcast at gmail.com. You can always reach us if you really want to untangle yourself from self-sabotage because we have some really cool ways for you to be able to do that and connect you to that next level opportunity in your life. So Diamonds, I hope that this was of value again for you and really take an inventory as to where you might be self-sabotaging yourself from your true success and happiness and be the leader, the message of leadership that you want to be and get in front of things that are potentially holding you back that you ultimately control. And so again, Diamonds, have a wonderful week and take care. Shine bright. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about, people you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds, you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.